There's Craig. There's our friend Craig. All right, let's go. Craig is now recording. So we actually have no official name for the podcast. I thought of a name. I thought of a name. Okay. So when we were in school, junior year, yeah, your junior year, um, when me and Brian did one for his class, we did one episode for, he had a class project. That would have been sophomore year. This is your senior year. Your sophomore, yeah, his junior year, my senior year. (laughs) I know, so I forgot that he was actually a grade behind you. Yeah. Yeah, so that time we did it, it was a Fox For listeners, Endeavor. Ryan's not here with us on this episode. Ryan is not here, uh, but that, that podcast was titled Fox and a Devil Podcast. So oh, this okay. one, I was thinking, would just be Two Devils and a Fox Podcast. And we'll oh, just... okay, yeah. Yeah? yeah? That's, a that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I just kept kicking around really neutral names. I was trying to think of like a... Like a soccer reference i was thinking like at like at the break pod or something sure okay um so the, yeah the name actually, can be I, a work in work in yeah, progress definitely, definitely a work in progress um yeah anyway um so to, with, uh, to our listeners if we were to have any this early on yeah um, the the goal of this podcast is kind of just to talk until our hearts content about all things Football, because um, as as you probably know, it's hard to find people in your day to day that you can just avid. yeah you can just geek out with um, about anything football related. So, but you can geek out with us. Yes, you can geek out with us. So the date today is November eighteenth, twenty twenty two. We're on the eve of the eve of the World Cup kicking off. So that will be the topic for this episode. And I would say the next couple episodes, you know, for the next definitely month. World Cup heavy content yes. wise. Yeah. Um. So my name is John, and and joined by and James. I'm James and uh, we went to college together, as did Ryan, who again will be on the next episode. And uh, John and I, we both played soccer at Moravian, and uh, are both avid Manu. Fans and supporters who are to our detriment most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a painful lifestyle. Yes. Although it's harder to be a fox right yes. now, which right now uh, Ryan is a Leicester fan. Yes. So um, our idea with this first episode was kind of to firstly talk through the big squads in going into the World Cup. So you know the heavy favorites. Um, that would probably be. One from each group, if you if you were to pick out. Yeah, I'm pulling up just to Netherlands. Not get anything incorrect. Yeah, yeah, Netherlands from Group A. Uh, I we'd have to discuss. I mean, discussing it as one sentence. There's a bunch of Argentina, yeah. Belgium, France, Brazil, Brazil, Portugal, Spain, and obviously England as well. Yeah. Yep. And then. A bunch of dark horses, I actually think. A lot of dark year. horses. More than dark more than the average tournament. Definitely more than we were talking about for the Euros. Yep. And yep. the African teams, I think, are showing up. Although yep. there's been a bunch of injuries, specifically yep. Mane. Sure, uh, yeah. So, I mean, can we just... Uh, that's definitely Yeah, we can blow. start with just the big... We can just start with the big teams, and then we can move along to some more predictions. Sure, I would talk I, about the, that, uh, or we the could dark just, horses. We could, go, we could just go group by group. And just kind of... We could do that. I don't know why yeah. I'm having a difficult time 
pulling up what my predictions predictions were. are. Um. Yeah. So yeah, right. I use I use a different laptop for work. So now it's okay. not, and it's like right up on there. Gotcha. And then, but that I don't have. I don't want to in, install Discord on my work laptop either. So, yeah. but I think yeah. I'll remember what I predicted. Sure. So sure. I'll just so you can start. Yeah, so Group A kicks off, of course, with Qatar versus Ecuador, um, a game which has been subject to a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, you saw the ru- rumors that there's going to be a uh, you know, one nil. <laughs> second nil. half goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you buy into that at all? A, fi- a thief, the the winger that they got, who's going to slot one in in the second half. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if that result happened. Yeah, but now but on, I I on, absolutely wouldn't be surprised if that result happened on top of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, on a purely footballing basis, obviously Ecuador you, should you, win. You, Ecuador should win. Um, Although there's also s- controversy about the Qatari national team being lots yeah. of similar to the U.S. controversy about lots of German American yeah players. Yep. It's very similar, but kind of Brazilian heavy. I mm. think is what I heard. Mm. Heard okay. Okay. Um, like Brazilian Qatari sure. heritage. Um, sure. That might I be think, incorrect. Think... That might be incorrect. Um, that was also years ago, like years ago that when we had probably two years ago when the Qatar national team had actually needed to form. Gotcha. Okay. Right, because they didn't have a national team prior to this officially. Prior to winning the bid, they won the bid and then they opened. I believe it's called like the Aspire Academy in Qatar, and that's like. The majority of their roster has come through okay, that program, gotcha. um, and they and, probably you know, scout from all over the world. Yeah, and just yeah. are like, uh, you should be, you could be Qatari on the national team. We could do yep. something. It's like a big yeah. recruiting project, big scheme they have going on there. So yeah, exactly. in that goal, opening game, goal. <laughs> yes, yes, they got their, they know where their sources are. Yeah. Um, so I guess with that opening game. Um, you have the you have the one nil prediction kind of going on, but um, if it were up to me, just on a purely footballing basis, um, I think you'd agree. Um, Ecuador should win. I would maybe say like a two nil kind of victory. Yeah. Um, I'm not super well versed on the Ecuador team. I just know no. a handful of players, but mm-hmm. the handful I know, they are playing mm-hmm. in the bigger some yeah. of the bigger leagues. At least you know as far as how high up Ecuadorian players typically yeah. go. I mean, I'm thinking yeah. like Gonzalo Plata at, at uh, what is it, Sporting? So, uh, yeah. Got, uh, or like Dario Sarmiento at, actually, yeah. <laughs> I opened SoFIFA just to look at rosters, and he's the number one trending player is Sarmiento. Oh, Plata is, okay, okay. Yeah, so I think the, at, the, the uh, consensus like, uh, I had heard. And Mo- and also what Moises Casado at Brighton. Yeah. Or no, is he yeah. Colombian? No, he, he's Ecuadorian. Yeah, he's, okay. he's very much like the heart of that generation that's coming through. And it seems it's like a, the cons, the consensus yeah. on Ecuador is that they're very much a team for 2026 as opposed to 2022. I think similar to the U.S., they'll be yeah. kind of uh, a dark horse, I think, probably. Yeah. They'll be just before all of their peaks at 26. Sure, sure. For, like, and you think Moise Casado is probably he's either 19 or 20 in four years 24 you know 
peak of his for powers, a yeah. center midfielder, you're thinking that's like probably first year of his prime. Yeah, and it'll be five years probably. And I would, I would, five or six years. I would guess he's not playing at Brighton in four years' time. <laughs> I probably, yeah, probably not. Although Brighton are doing really well this season in the yep. Premier League, so who knows? Also, yep. forgot uh, Purvis Estupinian Brighton now, so. Probably four players from Brighton who are going to be. I don't. I didn't yep. see the World Cup. So I don't actually know. But yeah, I think they're the last one to not announce it. Starmanto might actually be Colombian, so I might have been misquoting. Um, I'm sure he is Ecuadorian. He might be. Oh yeah, here he is. And it's Jeremy yeah. Sarmiento. Dario Sarmiento yes. is the Argentinian who was in yes. Ligue 1 last yep. year. Yes. Yep. Or uh, uh, La Liga 2 last year. And they have the veteran Enter Valencia, formerly of West Ham. Oh, yeah. Lead, yeah. Leading their line up top. So, you know, he could. He, that he's always that, that kind of forward. He could pop up. Yeah, he's got the physical prowess to kind of do it again. He yep. can hang with, the, with any defender physically. And yeah. he's fast, so obviously. Yeah. Yep. Um, looking at their just um, their youngest players, you know, this is so FIFA, but you know, I have a kind of grasp of what the how to take FIFA ratings, but they have an incredibly young, yeah, uh, cast in very young team in the game, yep. and obviously that's gonna, just going to translate to. To like the, the age of their of their squad, they're going to be the players who are on the most in form, who are like at the peak yep. of their powers. Those younger, definitely below twenty seven, twenty seven to twenty four, are probably the majority of selections at the tournaments. Hmm. I'm interested to watch. I haven't watched him. I've kind of been aware of him. Is that Hincapi, the left back? Yeah, uh, Leverkusen. Yes, yeah. He's supposed to be rapid. He's supposed to be like a really fast recovery pace oriented yeah, and, center back, and uh, really good on the ball. Um, okay, I didn't know because he's, yeah. because he's okay. operate. He operates at Leverkusen as a left sided center back in a back three. Okay, with Ta and then Tapsova on the right side. Okay, and. He's definitely more of a more of a ball playing center back, especially being on the outside of the back three. You kind of have a dependency to progress the ball a little bit more. Sure. Okay. Um, um, so, so I'm excited Sh- to see a lot of these players that I haven't gotten to. Yeah, definitely. See. Definitely at that level. Well. With Group A, then I guess we should have to address Netherlands and Senegal as squads. They're definitely the two two favorites to progress out of the group. Yeah, they're definitely the two I have advancing with Ecuador yep. falling in third. Yep. Um, the Netherlands have an incredible defense. That's their strong point this year, mm-hmm. for sure. They have a balanced midfield, but I'm I would never call I wouldn't call it world class. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure their defense is going to what's going to enable them to hang. Yep. For a while, I see them getting to. Round of sixteen, probably, and then just a really balanced attacking team. Yep. And then Senegal, obviously, missing out on Mane is Huge massive. But yep. what I think it does is it increases the balance of the team. There's no, mm-hmm. there's not like a pinnacle influence. Yep. So 
they're not going to just be playing through him. Exactly. Um, which, like, obviously he's better than anyone else they would have in their pool of players. Um, but you don't want to yeah, be forcing it to one player. Yeah, that definitely could play to their advantage. Um, and they have a great squad outside of Mane, so yeah. it really could be, you know, it's Abu Abdou Diallo mm-hmm. playing for Leipzig. Uh, yeah, Gay, uh, Kuyate. Yeah, they do have, and uh, what is it, uh, Dia who on the wing. Yeah. Yep. Um, who he was at Getafe. I don't know if he still is at Getafe. Um, yeah, so yeah, they, they do it, have a pretty well-rounded it's squad. It's a good group, but I think it's going to be, it's pretty foregone conclusion, Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, Qatar. But I, I guess yep. it could, depending on the Senegal or an Ecuador-Qatar game. Yeah, yeah, um, Ecuador could be it, one of those, could like, they, could, they could pop through. Like, you just, you never know. Yeah, there's a few groups that there's, like, a a rogue team that, just yeah. depending on a favorable result, you could definitely yeah. see a, an underdog. Yep. Kind of like in Group B, I yep. think uh, whoever finishes second and third, it's really, it's really tight. Um, yeah, England is obviously the favorite. Yeah, yeah. So let's slide over to England. What were there any? I know we we had texted about it, kind of when it was happening. Yeah, let me pull up it. the squad real quick. But so the so I know uh, where you're we, heading. this one we can kind of go just line by line because I feel like everyone well. had the same opinions on the England yeah. squad. Like so, based so on starting Twitter, with, yeah. just seeing you know some glaring omissions. So, yeah. So I mean, if we anything start with the from you? That, yeah. So any omissions in general from uh, you? So Pickford, Ramsdale, Pope. Um, obviously, I think he's going to have Pickford as his number one. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like Pickford wouldn't be my number one. He's been point. really good for England, so I get why mm-hmm. he's the yeah. assumed. But Ramsdale seems... is the better goalkeeper all around. Yeah. yeah. And Nick so the... Pope is the better sh- is the best shot stopper. Yeah. So the the better for the better for England theme is kind of the theme with Southgate at this yeah. point. Um, yeah, it's which whatever, like I mean, I, it's obviously yeah. what he ever he wants to do. He's kind of playing an unconventional yep. style. His midfield yep. is a bit unconventional, and it's kind of inhibiting the attack. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think my only difference there, um, I would have brought Pickford, obviously Ramsdale, but for Pope, I might even have, I might have swapped him out for Henderson. I would have just, considered that, but yeah. based on current form, Nick Pope has been lights out. Yeah. Newcastle are it, like the best performing defense yeah. in the league besides City, who have the yeah. best squad. So, yeah. credit to and Nick Pope. I don't know his clean sheets or his saves numbers, but I know that they have the they least. That they well. have like the second least goals conceded, or maybe the third. After I know Arsenal have also had a, a, a pretty historical defense for their standards yeah. as well this year. Yeah. So I mean, I guess you know, third string goalkeeper doesn't really matter too much. So we can kind of gloss. No, but it's kind of it's still it's still worth talking about because I think that the tactics of it with the goalkeeper really change. Like depending on what keeper plays, really change dictates what tactics you can utilize. Like Ramsdale, Arsenal play with a back, not really a back three, but in the attack, it's definitely a back three because Sinjenko joins. So like he's obviously he's used to this like fluid system and Luke yep. Shaw will bomb forward while Kyle Walker will sit back and create yep. the exact same balance that 
Ramsdale is used to. So I kind mm-hmm. of I would favor Ramsdale because that's going to be that's historically the system that gets played. But makes sense to me. <laughs> makes but sense to me. Kai Walker is also coming back from injury. So mm-hmm. Trent might be the go to. And if he's yeah. not looking good, then it, it'll be Kyle Walker or Ben White, which would also be mm-hmm. good for Ramsdale. Yeah. Yeah. Big question marks over Walker and Phillips, you know, like not being injured and coming back off those injuries and kind of slotting right into World Cup play. That's another one. Like I know, I know both of them on their day are very important players and they can play a key right. role. And like you touched but, on, yeah, Walker I, coming back from injury yep. and Calvin Phillips is coming back, is having not really played significant minutes at all. So at all. I would, how, how, do I feel about, how do you feel about the inclusions? So Kyle Walker to me makes sense. Um, he kind of fills a role very like suited to the style that Southgate wants to play where as he can play the right wing back or he can slot as that right side of center back. Um, his pace is obviously an asset because um, it's it's hard to catch him out really against mm-hmm. any, any attacker. Um, yeah. So that one makes sense to me. Calvin Phillips, as great as he was in the Euros, and I was like, I was really, really impressed with him. Right. Um, he's played literally a handful of minutes this season. Um, mm-hmm. I would not have brought him. I would not have brought him. It is a difficult call for me as yep. well. I, uh, he's obviously one of the more, he was it's outstanding in the Euros. So I get why. But having not played, I really question how ready he is. For the World Cup, he's never played at this level. Yeah. So it just feels like, I don't know who I would have taken in his place. So that's why I'm having a hard time mm-hmm. questioning it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just difficult. Cause like, yeah, because you'd assume that he's going to play, he's going to play, you know, Rice, and he'd want to play Phillips next to him. Um, yeah. Which is- he even, Criminal played more advanced. he even played a more yeah. advanced at the Euros, yeah. and and he can include Bellingham or like yeah. throw in Mount Bellingham Rice. Yep, it's there's lots of different things he could do, and I just don't think Kellen Phillips fits into the midfield. There would have been a more dynamic yep. inclusion, also, especially when you're James Madison playing. isn't included in the midfielders. Included as yeah, he's, as he's a forward. As a forward. Yep. I don't really get that, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the other thing we glossed over, I was thinking about this earlier today, in, in, in the defenders, particularly the center backs, um, Harry Maguire, John Stones, Eric Dyer, Connor Cody. Um, Harry Maguire should not be there. And Ben White. I guess you got to include Ben White. And Ben White, sure. Still. Harry Maguire should not be there. John yeah, but Stones, he's still going to be. He was kind of a foregone conclusion. Whether yeah, we he, was always gonna to be be he was always going to be He was always going to be there. In our ideal... He, Oh, in our ideal squad, he probably wouldn't have been there, though. He would not be there. Eric Dyer has definitely had an uptick in form at the beginning of the season. You know, Spurs' troubles are not down to him right now. No, and he's actually uh, been a good performer over the he's last... He's been a good performer. Under Conte, especially. Yep. Um, in that and then, pretty revitalized back three. Yep. I mean, Ben Davies is looking like a legitimate <laughs> Premier League quality center back. Welsh Maldini. Uh, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Eric Dyer and then Connor Cody again. I he he should not be what, there when what, you have when you I have heard, someone like Tamori sitting on the side. Yeah, Tamori should be there ahead instead of McGuire. What I've heard yeah. about 
uh, from the Fozcast, which is yep. obviously Ben Foster's f- podcast. Yeah. Um, is that the Connor Cody inclusion is down to vibes that he That's, is like the best leader yeah. in like in dressing room, like yeah. the best like not a not to call him a psychologist, but he's like yeah. the best mediator intermediary mediator that's the word I'm looking yep. for he's mm-hmm. like the best mediator um he really you know he just like balances out the uh the emotions mm-hmm. so i think i get the inclusion of him because he's also a very able-bodied center back like he's more physically adept than harry Maguire. the only reason yep. that harry Maguire is here is because he has experience in yep. the squad yeah other than that there's no reason why he should be included other than outside of tamori Yep, 100%. Tamori should be there, 100%. Yeah. Do you uh, have any thoughts on the midfield? On the midfield, so... Yeah, just run down tough. your takes on the midfielders, and then I'll so just, just react. Looking at, just looking at the list here. Declan Rice, obvious. Bellingham, obvious. Phillips, we discussed. Henderson, not I obvious. Would, not obvious. Um, like you mentioned, though, it's like, who do you bring instead? But he is definitely yeah. not at the level required anymore. It's obvious. I think he's similar Liverpool. to Cody. Yeah. Yep. Dressing room vibes. Sure. Yeah. He'll uh, play Con- if he needs to. He'll play if he needs to. Um, but he's he's not like an an impact guy anymore. You don't start him anymore. No. He's not. No. He's not that level. There are players in his position who are def- obviously better. Yeah. I mean, Calvin um, Phillips. I would play over him for sure. Oh, hundred percent. Um, Connor Gallagher, I'm very happy that he's there. We're both big Connor Gallagher fans. Um, Although I, I was they, surprised, they're very surprised. Especially, it's I was like definitely not, surprised. It's, it's not gone great this season at Chelsea for him, just in terms of but, minutes and whatnot. But when he's played, I he doesn't have the stats to back it up, and I don't know his mm-hmm. underlyings. But eye test wise, I was not mm-hmm. um, like overly slating his performance. Like I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Overly critical, I don't think. Yeah. I just think that he's, um, he did, he did not look the same player that he, he didn't did have at the freedom. He didn't have the freedom. That's like Palace, a huge difference. Was, but yeah, um, Palace. At you know, Palace, Palace he, he gave me team. he gave me Grealish vibes at Palace in a sense that like he was the guy and he right. kind of was just yeah. doing his thing and he was like a maverick almost. And he actually um, didn't. Even, he had deceptively not outstanding. Like goal assist stats yep. at Palace, but the eye test was unreal for him. Yep. His shots numbers were yep. great for. I mean, outside the box and inside the box um, for a yep. center midfielder. Yeah, he scored some outrageous long shots. That were, per, I think, the dominance of his goals last year. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a fantastic player. And I'm I'm glad that he's there. It's, it'll be a good experience for him because he's still what 21. So like, yeah, he's incredibly young. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. Although I will say, I would have taken James Ward Prowse over him. Would you I, really? I really would have. Similarly, uh, this season he's not been as good as last year. Mm-hmm. But um, Ch- uh, Southampton have not been as good as last year mm-hmm. either. Their whole squad has just been a little bit underperforming. Um, but they've also gotten some really good results against some bigger teams. So sure. It'll probably even out come the end of the year, which so I hope you, it does because they have a good squad. A question for you on that: Are, yeah. are you bringing Ward Prowse purely on his 
Dead ball ability. Dead ball ability. Kind of. Kind of. But like. Okay. So um, so he's so a great midfielder. What he is a good midfielder. What, what Gallagher brings mm-hmm. is great. He brings a lot of energy. But mm-hmm. you could demand the same thing from James Ward-Prowse, and physically they're really similar. Mm-hmm. Plus, James Ward-Prowse has this—he's probably the best dead like free kick taker in the world. Yeah, There's no, he's up there. I mean, he's—he's mm-hmm. he's on track to easily break. If he hasn't already, he might have already broken the Premier League record for mm-hmm. uh, free kick goals. Obviously, set by David Beckham, who notoriously the goat of the dead ball. <laughs> um. What else could he do? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I. But like, I would, I would have taken more asset. That's just, not a huge not, asset. But you know, he has not, to be disregarding on the field. form. Disregarding form. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like a late. I would have brought him on honestly for extra time. Yeah. Yeah. He's such. He's such a good runner. He covers mm-hmm. so much ground. If you brought him on just for like the last 30 minutes, he's going to run the midfield into the ground. Yep. There'll be, like, lazy tackles all over the place. You know, yep. there's going to be free kicks that are going to be legitimately dangerous. Mm-hmm. In the same way that you bring Trippier, why would you not bring Ward-Prowse? Like, if you don't need to substitute a defender, you can substitute a midfielder and still bring on, like, the a better free kick taker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's all those those little inner workings. Like, you know, they would have, you'd hope they would have thought of all those things. Um, yeah. With their plans and whatnot. So, uh, and then the last listed midfielder is Mason Mount. Mickey Mount, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is really good. He, he is good. He is a good player. You know, he's player. obviously, he's going to have a great career. Uh, mm-hmm. We do meme him a little bit, though, as <laughs> United fans, but, you know. Yeah. That comes with the territory. So, yeah. but no, he's a good player. He's a sta- standard uh, inclusion. Yeah. Um, Forwards, Harry Kane, obvious. Pretty standard, I think, for me. Outside Rashford, of Callum I'm, I'm Wilson. Glad, yeah, Callum Wilson was the question, and, and Madison listed as a forward was another question mark. Yeah, um, I just don't really understand. I, I, I kept feeling like it was a typo, the Madison as yeah. a forward. Um, yeah. I would have taken Ivan Tony. Although in the would. in the midst of what came out about <laughs> two hundred thirty-two yes. betting allegations, Counts. yeah, um, I'm guessing they know, caught wind I, of that prior to announcing the squads, and that's I probably once I saw that, I I assume that's kind of what happened. Which, yeah, kudos to them, yeah, being on the, you know, ear, their ear to the ground. Which yep. Callum Wilson would have been my next take after yep. Ivan Tony, yep. maybe Tammy Abraham. Um, but he's not been performing nearly as well as he has last yeah. season. Mm-hmm. But they don't really have; they only have two designated uh, number nines. Then yep. Harry Kane and Callum Wilson, which I know Rashford has been operating as a nine, but yeah. that's obviously not his preferred position. I and would you're start not gonna, him on the wing waste. over than putting him yeah. as like a substitute forward. Yep. You're not gonna play. Him. You're not gonna play World Cup minutes with Rashford as your number nine when you have Harry no, Kane and Wilson. Exactly. You know, like it's just not. And he's not gonna just, be your sub either. He's too good to yeah, be like a super yeah. sub. Um. So I'm about Rashford as United fans, but even trying to put that aside, like I'm just really glad that he caught fire, kind of when he did. I know. I really time. do feel like he's back, and I've seen a lot yeah. of rival fans saying that as yep. well, which is yep. just. Um, 
made me more assured that I'm not biased or jaded yeah, yeah. by being a fan. Now, he yeah. really does look on form, and, you know, I think his finishing is the only thing that looks a little bit rusty. Yeah. Um, yeah. His final his final touch. But sure. his setup for everything, his passing, and his assist, like his assist in creation, yep. at least by the, via the eye test, I'm not referencing any that it's looked really good and productive. So I'm really yep. enthused by him. So I hope he does get the minutes yeah, this tournament. and I think and I think he's that one guy on the roster. Um, he has that real it factor. Like I was gonna say, he has an X factor for sure. He has an X factor. Like he can just pop up somewhere with his pace, with his power. He's got a thing for drama too. I yep. feel like there's just a thing with like, yep. there's players who flirt around dramatic situations yep. all the time, and I mm-hmm. feel like he's just had to deal with a lot of. A lot of these situations at United, because there's been such a turmoil, mm-hmm. kind of, and you know, poor squads in good situations, yeah. and he's at times he's had to carry yep. the team. So he's one for the big for the big stage for, for the sure. big moments. Yeah, yeah. So so the big the big debate now is like who who starts up top for you? Who's your front three to start against? Kane and the nine for oh well against Iraq. In general, for the tournament, just for in, it's just in general. Like, yeah, who's your, who's your Kane, best three? Yep, Kane, probably Sterling off the right, and then yep. I would, and then Rashford off the left. Not even to like Saka has. There's definitely a shout for Saka to be on the right, Sterling mm-hmm. on the left. But Sterling has not been good enough for City mm-hmm. to warrant him starting over Rashford. And I just mm-hmm. think that Sterling, that Sterling is better coming off the right. Than he yeah. is off the left. He's yeah. I, people think he's like this goal scoring winger, and he is not at all. He's not yeah. at all. All of his like I get all of his goals coming from inside the box, and he's like a good finisher, but it's like happens. He's a creator, but yeah. more than he is a goal scorer. I'd rather him be able to whip in these crosses like we've seen that he can do in this city system, which is very fluid. Mm-hmm. You know. I think he would be better coming off the right, but I would definitely see Saka and Sterling as the wingers with Kane in the middle. Definitely Kane starting through the middle. I mean, no question about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the idea of Foden and Grealish and Saka and even Madison yeah, Foden, off, off the bench. Foden to me is still an attacking midfielder for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would I would agree though with you know, obviously Kane through the middle. I would start Rashford off the left, and then I would probably start. It pains me to say it, but like just on form and just how dangerous he can be, Saka off the right, he'd probably be I, my yeah, starter. Yeah, he's so good. He's absolutely yeah. unreal. The Arsenal it, youngsters are in general are just yeah, unreal. It really pains me to say it, but like yeah, I probably, I, it's so worse. I mean, it's terrible for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. My dad is obviously a avid Ugh. personal fan, which makes yes. this this great run of form that much more uh, detrimental to my mental health. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving right. along from yeah. England, we talked a lot yeah. about England. The rest of the yeah. group, I see a toss between U.S. and Wales. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, what's your first take on like who like the rest of the group? 
rest of the group, Iran, they seem to have their own off-field troubles. So, I mean, they're either going to come up and, like, get a random tie somewhere, or they're just going to kind of, like, 0-3 and, and go home, which I'm kind of thinking. the Medi Taremi bandwagon? I'm not on the Taremi train. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Some, you know, they got to get him the ball, and I don't, you know. That's like, true. I really couldn't name any other Iranian I could. players. I could. Yakumbash, but, like, that's it. Like Starter as Moon. They only have two strikers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the only one. Yeah. Yeah, so Iran, a thirty-seven-year-old goalkeeper. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll just glance over Iran. Yeah, um, let's go to Wales first, and we'll circle back to the U.S. Wales. Yeah, get, we should talk about the U.S. Just to circle back at the end. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So with Wales, I think that that's definitely a roster who is a little bit over the hill. Um, their yeah. head coach last week, I think it was was kind of, like, in the media praying that Joe Allen would be fit to bring, which, like, okay, sure, Joe Allen's been great for them in tournaments in the past. But that just tells it, me it, they will don't the have... Will Xavi prevail? <laughs> will he prevail? That, it just tells me that they don't have anybody coming through the pipeline, really, um, to kind yeah. of, like, take that mantle, and they're relying on a, what, 35-year-old Joe Allen? I don't even know how old he is. I mean, He's definitely... He's probably just around 30, to be honest. Yeah. 35 is targeting... Bale, even Ramsey is just about thirty. See, Joe Maybe Allen. Over. Joe Allen's thirty-two. Joe Allen's thirty-two. Is he really? Wow. Yeah. How did Brendan so, think that he was the little shabby? That was not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they're still bringing a guy like like Johnny Williams to the World Cup with them. I know. Like, I saw yeah. that too. You know, I really. I, their squad. They have zero depth. That's the thing. Like he's playing in like I think League Two at this point. He so, might be at like Charlton Athletic. Is that? Is that? Let's see. Swindon Town. Oh, yeah, that's definitely League 2. Yeah, League 2. So, like, yeah. they're bringing a League 2 midfielder. I like Wales a, a lot. Palace. Yeah, he used to be a Palace. It feels like eons ago, probably. Yeah. Um, if, if Wales were in any other group in the entire tournament, I'd be 100% rooting for them. Um, well, yeah. They're, they're direct opposition to the U.S., so, like, I can't I feel really like get I on that train. Third. Yeah. Uh, um, yep. I also do. I do think, from a footballing standpoint, the U.S. just has a far deeper squad. Yeah. If it comes to that, yep. like in the other games, we'll be better against the other team because we'll be able to rotate kind of casually versus yep. like Wales. Yeah. They they really they really can't like their starting eleven is. There's that's it. Obviously, they're eleven best players in their yeah. nation. So um, the only worry with Wales, though. Is three names keeper pop more. out at me? Keeper Moore, <laughs> not Keeper Moore. He's really? a good player. He's oh, a good he's player. Like, no, he's like number one on my threat list. Really, really. Six uh, five. He's been on fire in the Premier yeah. League. No, no, he's he's a very good player. But for for two reasons, that I have these other three guys: Brennan Johnson and Daniel James, purely for pace. Um, especially if we choose to go with like Tim Ream starting at the back. Um, yeah, he can, they, he but he plays against burned. them. He does play against them, but like Dan James is absolutely rapid, and so is Brennan Johnson. That, so the two true. of them, po- two of them, pose a threat just on pure pace. And like I know Who's we have other center back, center back in this situation. Uh, you know, it's either going to be Aaron Long or no, I'm sorry, Zimmerman. It would be Zimmerman. If, you, yeah, if, Walter Zimmerman. Yeah, who can definitely hold his own. Aaron Long he is can really hold his athletic own. though. Yeah. So, um, so those anyway, two for we'll that reason, that and then. The obvious Gareth Bale factor. 
Yeah, um, Gareth Bale worries me as well. He very much worries me. I know he's been like, I know they they won MLS Cup with LFC coming off the bench. He scored like a really important goal yes. at the last minute. That's oh, just what he's painful. got a knack for. He just has yes. a knack for that at all. Another times. player who has a, a taste for the drama. Yeah. So I would I not get, be surprised. There's like three goals that come straight to mind when I think of late winners, yeah. and it's Gareth Bale for yeah. the majority of them. Um, yeah. And so I honestly yeah. see Wales like it's going to be a really tight second third. Yeah, I see them pulling off a result against England. For so I just can just see. I it. can see a tie. Yeah. I can see a draw. Just because they know each other well, you know, all those yeah. players they play I think in England. Wales so. are also going to try to play defensive because they just want their result against England. Versus yep. us, I think they'll be a little bit more expansive. Yeah. So we might be able to catch them on some breaks. That um, opening game, that opening game, it's going to be huge. It's huge. It's kind of winner takes all. Like obviously, yes. you need to get results in the other two, but like, yeah, I don't know. That's it be like, huge. it's huge. It's huge. I, uh, I think it's the it's the first big game of the tournament for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hop down to group. Moving C. on, let's just keep going to like the big nations. Sure, Argentina, um, Argentina, Group C. They're going to be a great squad. They're going to go far for me. Yeah, all they've had the injury issues. Both uh, and Correa got called in. Yep, and uh, Joaquin was... Correa got called out. Thiago yep. Almada came in, which yes. I really like both of those inclusions, mm-hmm. opposed to who they replaced. Um, I mean. The squad is playing really well. Messi is getting perfectly facilitated. Yep. Perfectly facilitated. If like this is this is their best opportunity, which sounds weird at like a thirty five year old Messi. This is yep. their best opportunity to win. It's the, the best squad they've had. This best, is their best, best squad. squad. This is the best like setup they've had for sure. They haven't really unlocked Messi at the international level, but mm-hmm. they really are now. Uh, Lataro yep. and Dybala also in the squad. Really love both of there. their inclusions. Me too. He's been yeah. really good for Roma. Yeah. Um, so you know, if, they're, from if, they're you. Mid, if their midfield can kind of like be that platform um, and mm-hmm. just like retain the ball, which I think they could. You know, they have Alexis McAllister. I'm glad that he's there. Me too. Um, DePaul, <laughs> Messi's bodyguard, as he's referred to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know who else they would start. I, I think that Enzo Fernandez. I, think he I know. I, for them. Yeah, yes, probably. Um, so like the I midfield wonder if just needs... start in the midfield for them. As a, no, and that's what mid? I was going to hop to next. Like in the defense, it's like you know if he's if he's playing back there, like we've seen it for United. Like that dude is an absolute wall. He's an yeah. I know. Like, he's so... really, he's really. They really avoid him going yeah. at him. He's so yeah. good in the one v one defending because he's yeah. so agile. Yeah. It's very difficult to go against him. So, like, that's um, a huge asset for just that team in general on the field, and having a guy like that. Yeah, infinite energy, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, which is huge. Um, I would guess that next, their back line would be Romero, Lissandro. He's fit, he's fit now. Who, Romero? Yeah, because he hasn't, he hasn't been playing. Ah, uh, that's Spurs. right. I forgot he's been in Jefferson Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to see. Um, have to see. Yeah, I... There's a lot of question marks, I think, over what the starting lineups are going to be because yeah. of these just like knocks and people kind of nursing some injuries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my runner-up in that group is actually Mexico. 
I um, was thinking that as well. I feel like Poland. I know Poland, good. obviously Lewandowski, but mm. I love the Mexico squad. It's just balanced again. Like I don't like I don't know what weapons Poland have outside of mm. like their attack. I know like Zaluski at Roma and yeah. obviously Lewandowski, but like um, I would not. Be I wasn't against... getting a lot of danger. From yeah, I would not be completely against though, a Saudi Arabia shock. And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Plus, are we really for overseeing Guillermo Ochoa at a World Cup? I mean, like he's going to be prime Buffon in yeah. two days. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then um, to I guess Group Group D. Then this is France, Denmark. Australia, Denmark is Denmark, like the Indonesia. universal. They're the universe everyone's rooting course. for Denmark. Yeah, everyone's rooting for Denmark in this group. Yeah, I don't see it though. I see yeah. a second place finish for them. Mm-hmm. I just think the France squad is just still too good to to top. Write them off. Can, like I can that, see yeah. like a I can see a really casual draw, like Denmark slipping a little bit on points, mm-hmm. and France. I think if they beat Denmark, will win the other two games pretty comfortably. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, quick take, um, takes. I don't really have any flaws with the France squad outside of just like it's. I was surprised still that Pogba didn't go. Um, I think he was just injured. I think he just was. Is be he still injured? I wasn't yeah, sure he just, if he was still injured. Yeah, he just wasn't going to be fit in time. Um, right, that's just a whole. Mid- and then Conte. That's the only thing. Yeah, but I know Conte's been off form. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. didn't have any other really big comments about France. Uh, the only the only thing I would say about them is I don't know if you saw the other day, Nkunku got hurt in training, I, so he's gonna he's I did gonna see miss. That, that a is shame. a big that actually is a big loss, but I'm not sure how much he was gonna play. Over, yeah, I don't think just like uh, the the front lines of Mbappe, yeah. Benzema, Griezmann, Dembele. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think he would played too much, sub. but that's a uh, he's been a great it's player. Still a loss. It's still a lot. Yeah, he's been a insane player over the last yeah two years. Um, uh, Tunisia in that group, obviously. Uh, yeah, I don't. I really don't see a whole lot. Yeah, I don't see a whole lot out of that group outside of, outside of just kind of looking at some young players that I haven't seen. Unless, unless the the former Sunderland goat Wabi Kazri decides to show up. For Tunisia. <laughs> true, true, and and also maybe the uh, the former goal Aaron Moy for Australia. Yes, yeah. Um, I've heard a lot yeah. about. Uh, I think it's the McLaren up top for them. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's played for Hibernian. He's just okay. rapid. Is he just rapid? Okay. Um, yeah. Matt Ryan yeah, as like well. A, there's, there's a bunch of yeah. It's like a bunch of players in the rest of that group, but yep. nothing that I really see that threatening to France or Denmark. I feel pretty mm-hmm. secure in in them advancing. Now, Group E. Okay. This is the this is my first big upset. I think just based uh-huh. on the nature of the group, to the Ooh, first say what, time say what I want you to say. Say what two, I want you to two, say. Two big teams in the same group. I kind of see Spain missing out on the knockout. Yes, please. That's what I'm hoping for. Now, now tell me who's your second place team then? I think. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying Costa Rica are going to go through. I just know that from like U.S. qualifying. That the rest of the world is completely going to write them off. And well, yeah, they are but they also have a, yeah, 
they're extremely hard to play against. They are as tough as it gets. Yeah. They don't they don't give you an inch. Yeah. So my second place was Japan. Okay. Uh, in my in my predictions, I just mm-hmm. think they have the better squad. Um mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to see see them play. I've gotten to see yep. them play as individuals. Yeah. Thinking of Tomoyasu. Is yep. he actually is he, he's at the tournament, right? He came back yep. from injury. Yeah, yep. he's there. Uh Daichi Kamada. Yeah. Um the Celtic boys, Maeda and uh they have a yeah, midfielder. Yeah. Um who's also at the tournament. Like I, I think, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like I just feel like they've always been outside the park dangerous. Back to even like the, the Kazuki Honda. Mm-hmm. They just always had some like really silky ballers. I just think they yeah. be. I feel like Spain and Germany. There's going to be some wonky result that yeah. Spain are going to. Spain are just not going to score, and there's going to be like a fluky goal from Japan or Costa Rica. Yeah. Like they're just going to lose points to either or both of them. That was exactly um, my thinking regarding yeah. Spain is where the goals they, coming from. They just from. don't have goals. They have yeah, everyone talks about like oh they dominate possession. They like have the most passes out of any team. Like cool, I forgot when those counted as points. Yep. Um uh, who who said the they, quote it was like, oh yeah, you can have the ball, like we'll take the points, whatever. <laughs> like But it's so kinda, true. It's like yeah, yeah. people people rip on like these counterattacking small nations. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? They they play yeah. this perfectly. You have to applaud the tactics, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. on display. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I would, I would definitely be happy with a Germany, Japan going out. Of that I can one. see I, Costa Rica or Japan yeah. in that second spot, assuming there's a slip up from one yeah. of the two. Yeah. Um, uh, another big surprise. I think, I think Canada are way better than anybody's going to give them credit for. Um, I think that like I had an upset in this one too. I think Europeans and just the rest of the world in general, they're very like naive to North America and South American qualifying. Um, Absolutely. Canada, Canada is like, yeah, Canada was lights out. Like they were, they're a really hard team. They to play topped, against. they topped CONCACAF. Yep. Yep. Top uh, CONCACAF. Still very impressive. I know it's, yep. you know, just CONCACAF, but you still have to do it. And, yep. you know, they, no, Johnson, they, have a, they have a good squad. Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies, that uh, Tejan Buchanan. I despise Ruga. that. I despise. I despise Buchanan. <laughs> Why? The, the the last time that the U.S. played against them, like the, their last qualifier against them. I mean, I think we I think we were texting during that game, and probably you know, it was probably from like the twentieth minute on. Canada was just wasting time, and he was like at the forefront of that, just. Getting in people's I mean, faces. I, I, I get it. It's a qualifier, but it was just irritating to watch. It was just not a oh, fun yeah. game. Um, he is a good player. He's been playing well yeah. for, uh, for Bruges. So yeah. I'm excited to see their squad. At that level. More. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to see how they com- how they really compare. Because yep. they do have some... They have that guy, uh, Stefan Estacchiao, who used to be... Mm. used to represent mm. Portugal. He's mm. on, like, Rio Ave or something. Yeah. Like that in uh, Liga Nos, but yep. they have a interesting squad. They were my second place team after okay. Belgium. Um, I'm really? not sure. I'm really not sure that the old guard of Croatia is going to do it. I just think the energy of Canada is too high, okay. and the quality of Belgium is a little bit too much. Okay. 
All right, so I'll I'll counter that. But this is probably um, the most balanced group, to be honest. Very balanced. Even Morocco has a has a good squad as well. Yeah, yeah. So Croatia, like I definitely hear that you know the ship has sailed on them a little bit. Um, I nowhere near do I think that they're gonna you know come in second as they did last time, which. I'll I'll take to the grave. I predicted a France Croatia final before the, the tournament kicked off. <laughs> so that was like I knew. It. I just knew. It. I just had a feeling. Um, I think they I think they get out of the group. I don't know where they go beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think that the quality of their midfield um, is enough to get them past Canada, who I think would be a little naive to their style of play. Like as good right. as they are and energetic as they are, I think Croatia is kind of a next step. Same with Belgium. Um, mm-hmm. Belgium doesn't have as as good of a midfield, even though they have De Bruyne. Uh, I think Croatia's midfield is kind of just built upon that, like ball retention, swinging it around. Kovacic, yes, they Madrid, really trying like, to hold it. They want, like yeah. get up the field and they just like stay there. Yeah. And, like, so I think that just midfield. just overall quality, I think that gets them over the line. Past yeah, Canada. I mean, I can. I, Canada has like. This is, they never have been there. Like, none of these yep. players have been at the World Cup before. Yep. You know, Croatia just got to the final two yep. tournaments ago. Like, obviously, they're very seasoned professionals. Yep. I see, like, I, I probably, realistically, Croatia probably goes through a second. Mm. I think squad for squad, though, I would have picked, I would have wanted Canada to go through. And I okay. think I would have picked them based on their squad, too. Gotcha. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I just think the the aging of Croatia is just going to catch up with them. Like the mm. next, like I don't like, I don't think they've really integrated a whole lot of youth into their national team. I don't know who really carries them forward. Sure. Okay. That's another one we'll have to wait and see. Excited to watch I know, those it's games. Just, it's just going to be an interesting tournament. I think there's yep. going to be lots of upsets. Uh, yep. Or just lots of things that go against what the conventional predictions are. Definitely, definitely. People are taking the easy route uh, on a lot of predictions that I've seen. They're just going. Yeah. For, uh, a lot of people are still riding Belgium, and it's like they no. really don't have a great squad at they all. They do not. They do not. They really don't. Um, yeah. You know who really does have a great squad is Serbia. Oh, thanks. That was that's what I was going to bring up next. They're my, they are my Serbia, Serbia is my dark horse. horse. Yep. yep, yep, absolutely. Great minds think alike. Absolutely, great minds. Serbia think is my dark horse. Um, they're stacked all over. I think they're they really, a solid they team really everywhere. are. They have a really solid squad, and they're coming from the ideal group mm-hmm. to be a second place team. They're coming mm-hmm. from the best group to be a second place finishing team. Yeah. They have no risk of facing Brazil. In the first knockout stage, mm-hmm. and actually, they could if if Canada goes through, if Canada or Croatia goes through, that's who they have to play. Yeah. And both of those for me are very winnable games for them. Sure, I think sure. I actually had in a mostly r- realistic prediction. Serbia, I think, can really get to a semifinal. Yeah, I really I- like. There's a conventional way for them to get there. Like, oh, maybe they have to play Japan. Uh, maybe the second play. I don't. I forget how. It, and that's who and the that matchups are. But, but like, totally I, winnable game, purely they, on a physical basis. Yeah, whatever prediction I had done, they had a. I really had them going to uh, a semifinal, and I was thinking, like, that these are pretty realistic predictions. 
yeah. whether it was winning against Canada, Japan, Croatia, like I really like those are very foreseeable. Yep. Whereas I don't really see Switzerland or Cameroon, Mm-mm. who albeit have good squads, yep. they do have balanced squads, but I don't think they're better than Serbia for sure. They don't have anything world class like Milinkovic Savic or Vlahovic. Oh, he's talking about Bri- Brian and Buemo. Yeah. <laughs> he's, no, he's on. He's, he's French. No, and Buemo is playing for Cameroon. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's playing. He's playing oh, Cameroon. Oh, oh, oh. I say that as a joke. He's a very good player. He is a very good no, player. He, he is a really. He is a really good player. He had the highest. Ex, he had the greatest disparity between his actual goals and his ex, expected goals last year in the Premier League. Really? He had like he had like thirteen point something expected goals. Wow. He actually like should have been like up wow. in the top ten goal scorers last year, wow. and he only had like four or something. Yeah, he's a really good player. Um, he's, he's playing really well this year. Mm-hmm. The Ivan Tony connection is popping. Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. Cameroon defense. Brazil, though, looking at that, that like yeah. does not fill me with any confidence at all. No. Nicholas no. and Kulu is like the only one I recognize. Yeah, I always mix up the Senegalese and the Cameroonian. Yeah. Flags. So yeah, I'm always like <laughs> Kulu Bali play for both of them. <laughs> she um. shows up both games. <laughs> Yeah. He's going to lock up the Cameroon defense. Oh, and, my God. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, looking at it now, I'm definitely not uh, excited by the Cameroon defense. No, that's that's kind of worrying no. for them. Even in the Serbian defense, they have that guy, uh, Malinkovic. Yep. M- Milos Velkovic. He used to play yeah, at Fiorentina. Yeah. He's a very good player. Ball. I th- and yeah, I think this, really... is, this could be where my main man, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic, announces himself to the world. I really hope he gets a big move outside of Lazio from yeah. this one. And Him please and don't Dusan. go to Juve. Him please and Dusan Vlaovic. I would just be so you happy. You do love Dusan Vlaovic. I hope Mitrovic has a good World Cup, to be honest. Yeah. I, that's this is the team over. This is like this year's Croatia for me. Like I want, I want. I really want Serbia to do well. They really just the go potential. all the way. Is uh Fitcher Korachvilia? Is he Serbian? No, he's Georgian. Oh, you're right. He is Georgian. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. So he, he, he plays for the U.S. That's <laughs> 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 uh, been that's a joke online. I've seen. Yeah. It's um, great. And then Brazil, obviously, probably the favorite. Yeah. Well, how do you feel definitely, about definitely the bookies' favorites? Yeah. Um, Are they your favorites? I did have them winning in the, the same bracket that I'm talking about with the uh, the Serbian semifinal. I had them. I had Brazil winning in an England final, actually. Wow. Um, which I did not. I don't see that actually happening. <laughs> but if the group results happen that I had predicted, like there's there's a there's conceivable routes. Like if, yeah. I, like based on my group, I had predicted. Like I said, Japan and Canada and Serbia heavily. Mm-hmm. We'll get to in this last one. I also had a pretty dastardly prediction as well. Um, okay, okay. Like the, you know, I had a kind of underdog, semi heavy bracket, but I could really see those things all happening. Um, okay. Yeah, I could Brazil see... definitely my favorites, I think. They have an okay. insane squad. 
the best yeah. attackers easily. Yeah, I think the the only spot they'd get let down is their defense. The outside backs are a question. Yeah. Yes, their their defensive mid and their center backs are as solid solid as ever easily. Yeah, yeah. outside backs. Are, they, if you're selecting the thirty, if you're selecting the thirty-seven-year-old Danny Alves from, I think he's thirty-nine. Pumas Pumas Unam in Liga MX. Is he thirty-seven or thirty-nine? Thirty-nine. He's thirty-nine. That's insane. Yeah, he should not. 30. This man has a family. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. We are depressed. Yeah, he's just adding on to his 401k at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he really should not be going. Yeah. Um, is no Parrish that should bring? Are you looking at the squad right now? Yeah. Yeah. Is Danilo from yes. Juventus going? He's the other right back, so he yeah. should be starting. I think Danilo is just for cover. So I, I think the main survive. the main thing to point out with Brazil's defense is I'm I'm on a men's league team with a, a big Juve fan and uh-huh. you know he pointed out he said the fact that Brazil is bringing three Juve defenders tells you all you need to know that like that shouldn't fill you with confidence because like really? Juve is, I actually didn't think about that at all yeah yeah um, Danilo Sandro that does make Bremer. a lot of sense yeah oh yeah Alexandro yeah. um. Yeah, he's kind of fallen off. He was really yeah. in the conversation he's for like, the top, now. He's top older three, now. like top left back in the in the world at a point yep. for sure. And I really, he's nowhere near that conversation now at all. Is he in the mud? Is he finished? Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> is he died? I, to, to say finished would imply <laughs> that I watched a lot of events, which I yeah. really don't. Yeah. Um. So no, I can't really say that. But the world, <laughs> but the tournament's going to tell a lot because I can see that Telus starts over him. Um, yeah, just based yeah. on who's probably playing better because yeah. no one says shit about Alexandro. Yeah, even the Juventus fans. So yeah, um, Group H, Group H. Yeah. So did you say so you have I a bold have, one for this one? Uh, yeah. So I have a Uruguay, South Korea. Advancing. Oh my god. I know. I don't think I've seen any other predictions with South wow. Korea. Explain it. Just explain. Explain yourself. Asian vibes, baby. Just Asian vibes? Okay. Uh no, I do think some uh Hyungman song is gonna just absolutely pop off. Um I'd love nothing more. I mean I know you I mean <laughs> so would Dana. Dana would be off off the walls. <laughs> she would yeah. Um, Uruguay, I, I agree with. I could see Uruguay winning the group. I don't argue with that. I don't argue yeah, with that. I don't. I'm not sure. There's many arguments. I, I really, I just think Portugal's a bit in the mud. Do you really? I think. I personally think Ronaldo aside right now because you know all his. BS they have a great squad. They have a great squad. I think it's the strongest squad they've had that I've seen. Personnel wise, I just think it's Personnel. disjointed. It is disjointed. It is disjointed. I'm just I'm looking at the list of players for South Korea. They have a world class center back and a world class mm-hmm. winger. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, Kim Min Jae at Napoli. Yep. Napoli, yeah. And then they have Han Hee Chan, who is a very, uh, a very fine 
uh, winger, striker, hybrid, yep. play, play for Wolf. He was really great in the Austrian Bundesliga mm-hmm. and in Europe that same year. Yep. Uh, they have a really another uh, pretty good center back who plays for Al-Halal, which, you know, is not a competitive league, but it means he's pretty familiar with the climate, yep. which is going to be huge. Um, sure. And then obviously, like, Kangin Lee. A, a, a James um, favorite there. I love Kangin Lee. <laughs> I love Kangin Lee. But yeah. he's been great. He's he's good for Mallorca. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I just see them as uh, they're perennial dark horses just because of Youngman's son. Yeah. You know, I feel like everyone just underrates the Asian teams. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Ghana has a great squad at all. I don't. I think, yeah, I don't think, I, think so. I think Uruguay are going to get the result against Portugal. I can okay. s- see something fluky with Portugal and Ghana. I don't know. I just think that Hyoman Son can just like they can just get the business done, kind of. Hmm. Okay. No, no analysis. No, no data. Nothing. It's just, just instinct. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So my instinct and heart tells me that I would love nothing more than you know all the BS aside right now. And it's hard to say, but a Cristiano Ronaldo lifting the World Cup. I mean, yes, this would be an amazing, <laughs> an amazing. An amazing sight, for sure. Just to end it on that. Just to end it on that would be... He said he would retire as soon as it's over if he yeah. if that happened. But yep. it, let's be honest, it's not going to. You So you don't you don't think at all, just personnel, on a purely personnel Do basis. I think they're going to get out of the group? Yeah, I do. I do yeah. think they're going to get... Do you I just think was, they could, I was like, kind of predicting to, to be bold. I was kind of predicting somewhat to be bold and somewhat to just, like, be a little bit more on, like, the... Uh, Downer, realist, yeah, yeah, um, like thinking that just Portugal aren't going to get the result, and and South Korea are. Um, yeah, yeah, I really <laughs> had nothing to back it up, other than <laughs> Portugal's star player is down the mud, and Korea, I think, similar to Senegal, it Hummingson operates like Mane. Yeah, yeah, but he get like he's such a amazing finisher on great form right now mm-hmm. that like he's I think he's just going to take everything really really well yeah like that goal that first goal against Leicester when he opened his his Patrick. tally yeah when he opened yes. his tally in the league like that like no one would have thought to really shoot from there but he's just yeah. such an insane finisher yeah it's just was... a normal strike like it it was so casual yeah. watching that like I didn't like I wasn't even sure if he was shooting I was just like, what, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And then it was, and it was an insane strike, you know. So, yeah. yeah, he can pop up anywhere, and he could change the game. So, yeah, he definitely yeah. puts them in the conversation. Yeah. So, that yeah. Okay. rundown of the groups, and then what are you yeah. thinking for the really quickly? Just who are your semifinalists? I think that's an easy way to just kind of sum up what stage routes are going to be. Let me pull up a bracket here just so I can see potential semifinal paths for people. I person so uh, I personally think England could get to a semifinal. I think they can get there. Yeah, um, so I have I them in think, mind as well. I think Argentina get thereabouts. Also I in think, mind. 
I think it'd be dumb to write off France and say that they couldn't get there. I just okay. don't think they. I, I don't think they repeat. I don't, I don't think France win again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Um, and then I would love to just see, like you know, like you said, an outsider Serbia kind of get there. No, I don't. I don't know if four of those can all get there at the same time. Um, I know England, Argentina can. They're on the same side of the bracket. But yeah, let me yeah. pull up my predictions real quick to refresh my yeah. memory. See, let's see the bracket here. Okay. Um, I guess we should we can start candidly talking about the U.S. Um, did you have any main issues with their squad? With the squad itself, um. I would have brought Ricardo Pepe. Okay. I would have too. Had you right. Even though he's okay. been in good scoring form in the Turkish league, which like I mean, take that for what you will, I guess. Yeah. Um, form is I form, just think, the Turkish league is the Turkish league. Yeah. Um, I just think it would be important to bring Ricardo Pepe to just to get that experience, just to be out of work. That's what I said as well. Even if he's not going to play, yeah, he's important to the future of yeah. the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So I just think just the U.S. in general. Um, I think that this is this is a group of players who kind of have, have everything given to them for the past four years now since they didn't qualify the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the resources have kind of been dumped into this next generation, and I'm not arguing against that. Like I'm not saying we should still be playing. You know, Josie Altador. Right. But I think the expectation has to be a little bit higher. Um, because like this is kinda all the eggs are in this basket here with the with these guys. Yeah. You know. The the Aronsons, the Adams, the McKennies, like, you know, it's all on them. Like it's I do think the next tournament is really the one that is gonna be like our, think like so? our best chance. Yeah. Okay. For sure. In the US. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is just, a huge one. This is a huge yeah, one. Still, it's a huge one. It's a huge one. Um, I think it's important to have Aronson on the field as much as possible. Because, uh, like, there people people were talking about playing. Reina out off the right, Aronson coming off the bench. But like, I would swap that honestly. I think Aronson's, seen... ener- Aronson's energy at the start is is super important. I had seen my dad had actually said that he saw that Tim Weah was starting through the middle in the nine or in training. Okay, I'm not against that. I'm, I'm not, not against, against that, that either. I think he really stretches the opponent thing because he's also he's very so pacey, fat. rapid, which then creates those kind of those half spaces, which is where Pulisic really thrives. And I yep. presume that uh, Aronson or Reina. Will like also benefits from the the same kind yep. of uh, yeah. attacking third holes. So I ended. I did pull up my semifinal. Okay. Um. So I'll actually just run quickly run through my 
group stage. Might as well. Yes, so I had so I had Netherlands versus U.S., Argentina, Denmark, uh, Germany, Canada, Brazil, Ghana. Mm. Uh, this was a bracket I didn't pick North Korea in. <laughs> um, England, Senegal, okay. France, Mexico, Belgium, Japan, and Uruguay, Serbia. And then I had okay. Serbia beating Uruguay, okay. Japan beating Belgium, France beating Mexico. Really? Yeah, I really did. I really just don't rate the Belgium squad. Yeah. I, and I just think if if Japan gets out of the group, I just think they're going to be on such a high. Yeah. Okay, like those are the teams, like the Dark Horse teams that come out of the group. I really, I really uh, rate them in the uh, in the yeah. first knockout stage. You just got to win one game. You know, you just got to like. Exactly. Just... You really need to win one game to have a chance of getting out of the group. Yep. Yeah. Mexico, who I knew had some record, have an unbelievable record of getting out of every group in the World Cup since 1994. Okay. They've always gotten to the round of 16, so I definitely have them in mind, and they lose to France. Yep. And then England beat Senegal, Brazil over Ghana, Germany over Canada, Argentina over Denmark, and the Netherlands beat the U.S. in the round of 16. Yeah. Which is painful, but, I mean... It's the obvious decision. It's hard to argue with that, but but I also I could see I could see a ninety minutes where the U.S. win. I yeah, in a it. very in a in a ninety minutes of very unattractive soccer. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, did you have anything to comment on that? Um, any inclusions? No, non inclusions. I think that's pretty. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. All right, so then in my quarterfinals, I had Argentina over Netherlands. Okay. Brazil over Germany in a (laughs) opposite of the 7-1. Okay. And then England over France, which I think that's a really tight one. Yeah. It's really tight. That'd be a game. That would be a really good game. And Serbia over Japan. And I actually, I do think, assuming that Belgium do beat Japan... I do think mm-hmm. Serbia can still beat Belgium. So yeah, I think including Serbia in the semifinal is not far fetched when they could have to play Uruguay and then either Japan or Serbia or uh, Japan or Belgium. Okay. Yeah, and then they lose to England in the semifinal, and Brazil beat Argentina, and then I have Brazil. But, you know, there. like if they got to that semifinal against England, that's the that's the kind of team England you know, would lose to. to. Yep. Yes, absolutely, and then they become exactly like Croatia, just yep. taking off the big dogs. One after that's another. exactly the game. No, I really, I exactly. They're really physical. There's, it's just going to be a really hard game. All of the games, I think, with Serbia are going to be really difficult. And I'd physical. really love that. I would really love that game. I really, even though it'd be really I, tough I love because, the dark horses. Yeah, as much as I want England to do well, I just like I would. I don't know who I'd want to root for in that one. Yeah, I think on some level, I just want them to get really close again. Yeah, close <laughs> and enough. Then, yeah, and then lose. Yeah. Um, and then I can hear about it, but not have to be sad <laughs> about it on Twitter and just laugh yeah. at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, like they were not going to make fun of us for going at it like the round 16. Yeah, it's like, hey, we didn't have any expectations. I know, we yeah, did. we, didn't, we, we weren't thinking we were going to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Okay. Okay. So those are my general predictions. And like we've touched on, I would say my dark horses are Serbia. Yep. And then I guess, I guess Canada just coming out of the group. Yeah. And Japan coming out of the group. Okay. Are kind of my, my hottest takes. Yeah. I guess the U.S. Wales is kind of up in the friendly air. up for debate. So yeah. Okay. But Serbia definitely my dark horses for the tournament. Probably the most dangerous team. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that kind of uh, that covers the groups. Uh, I think we'll try to reconvene after probably the first like match day is over so like yeah first yeah either or maybe after the first u.s game which i think is the tuesday so yeah monday 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 Monday. oh yeah yeah. first game sunday second game is monday Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i think we should should try to talk before u.s and england play if i mean i know thursday is tough it's thanksgiving um but yeah see what we can do yeah I uh, I would expect that we get another another session in next yeah. week for sure. Uh, get Rye, Rye guy to join in and uh, see yeah, if he's, absolutely. Uh, what he's thinking about everything. Yeah, uh, super excited. Glad we just got to do this. Um, yeah, definitely. Get the uh, creative juices flowing. Flowing, flowing. Yeah, well, thank you, everyone that tuned in and listened to us babble about crap for Anything. an hour <laughs> yeah um yeah well uh we're gonna do it again soon for sure so until Absolutely. next time thanks for listening peace